Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today, as always, the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, it is Scott. Wow. That's all I'm going to kick this off with. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, um, we should, we the, should make like Rampage and just get, get right to the point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you haven't seen what happened on Friday night, you obviously do not pay attention to anything that goes on in the world. You live in under a rock. Um, there's a chance that you probably live in Afghanistan uh, under whatever's going on over there. But, I know, a little sensitive topic. I apologize for that. But, guys, CM Punk is back in wrestling. He's back in pro wrestling. Uh, we want to talk about this. What I will say, I had my doubts up until that moment. Yep. But also, it was one of those... He's not going to show because he's a fucking troll. But at the same time, it's like Tony Khan hasn't dicked anybody around. It's true. It, it's kind of amazing how when he says something ridiculous is going to happen, something ridiculous always happens. And it's funny. Like, I felt like this was the worst kept secret in professional wrestling, but I still doubted it because I've become so cynical with wrestling. And I <laughs> think that's also tried- Vince. That's off of Vince, because everyone's like, he's such a troll. Yeah, he really is sometimes. Um, and it's just, it's funny. Like, everything pointed to it last night uh, on, on Saturday, on Friday. Um, and I still was just like, I don't know, like, what's it going to be? And then when Rampage started and like, oh, major announcement right off the rip. I was like, okay. This is actually really good. Um, they're not going to make you wait because you know if this was WWE, his ass would have walked out at like ten fifty-five p.m. and they would have gave him five minutes to talk. And it, it would have been I'm back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, kind of like what he did when he was on backstage all those years ago. It's just I understand making people wait for your you know for the big things. I get it, but with something like this. It just needed to happen. They needed to give him the time to talk, to get some of what he needed to get off his chest. And I know that we're going to go completely off off script here, but the fact that he's he just came out 
and said that he wants to work with the young talent. He's not going anywhere, which immediately made my heart swell three sizes. <laughs> Can I? I'm going to be honest. Like that promo that he cut, maybe one of the most genuine promos I've ever heard. Absolutely. Like the man was in tears when he walked out and, you know, he got on his knees like he always does. The, I think he was so emotional that he just completely forgot it's clobbering time. But he just got up and just started walking and then jumps in the crowd. And I'm just like, this man is having the time of his life. And it's just, yeah. I um, I have a confession to uh-huh. make. And I'm pretty sure this is going to make some of our friends in our group chat very happy. I've been... I've been a WWE guy since, you know, that'll put butts in the seats moment. Before that, I was a WCW guy. That needle's never moved. After Friday, that needle has begun to move. There was, uh, this is the way I worded it, and I will definitely want to talk about, when we get to Rampage, we will talk about more about the promo. There was something about this moment and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, AEW, they're not going to be around longer. You know, they have their moments. They had the sparkler match. You know, they have these bad promo. Like, yeah, any company does. People got to remember this. This happens. Through. WWE still has them. You know, nobody oh bitches God, about yes. – everyone bitches about Raw, but they're like, oh, WWE's not going to uh, – it don't matter. What this solidified for me – and again, I wasn't – I stopped watching wrestling as CM Punk was coming in. So I didn't experience all of everything in his glory that people talk about and rave about in all these moments in the pipe bomb. That you know, hurts. That, that, that hurts my soul, Sam. <laughs> so with that being said, I felt like this was honestly AEW's moment of going. This was the last bolt, the last concrete slab. This is the th- this felt like their foundation has now been completed. There was something about this that made them feel so legitimate. Like. And not to knock anybody else, you know, Moxley, I will never forget when Moxley came out. I'll never forget when, you know, all these other, you know, Brody Lee came over, you know, when, you know, again, Matt I Hardy, think another one, Matt Hardy, Christian Cage, who, again, I wasn't even a fan, you know, fan of when that happened, you know, when Paul White came over. Hell, we'll even go back pre to that. We'll talk about when Jericho, which let's be honest, Jericho was like the catalyst when Jericho yep. wrestled Kenny Omega in Japan. Yep. yep. There. There are moments where it's like, okay, this could be real. But this, for me, just said, hey, we're here. We're going to be here for a long time. Because I think, again, what Tony Khan did. And again, I've seen seen a lot of people in WWE fans who hate this and that and blah, 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 blah. There were a lot of them last night. It's like, okay, you have my attention. I'm not going to watch the rest of the show, but you brought my favorite guy back. Right. Yeah, and and honestly, that might be the thing that kind of you know gets them now they're going to start paying attention to dynamite and rampage because as punk said he's got time to talk and he's got a lot to get off his chest so him also being on next week's dynamite that's going to immediately bump that i would not be surprised um because i know at the time of recording the the ratings haven't come out yet but it wouldn't surprise me if that first quarter hour was well over a million I cannot wait for the. I want to see the ratings on that because remember we're watching TV on a Friday, right? 
It's not even like, oh, cool, you know, they're head to head. I go, the fact that this was, like you said, the worst kept secret in wrestling. And they fought tooth and nail. I don't say tooth and nail, but they just kind of like, nobody ever denied it. Not even punk. Nobody ever said no. And the fact that Tony even made that comment that we're going to, there's a new era of wrestling. All the stuff that happened to it, which was the stuff I'm like. If he pulls a Vince and somebody else comes out, that could hurt their reputation. I really honestly thought that it would have been someone like MJF coming out in a hoodie and then just getting that nuclear heat. My uh, The other side of my brain was thinking another way to introduce someone would be wonderful for Brian Danielson. Instant heel. Like the crowd, like Chicago would probably try to murder him. Maybe that wouldn't be the best thing because it is Chicago, but, you know, you know. <laughs> Either way, what, what did we say last night? Either way, the city of Chicago loses. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like Philadelphia. You know, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, they were burning down the city. If the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl, they were burning down the city. You yeah. know, same thing. But we will. I want to talk more about that a little later. We got a lot of a little bit of news uh, to discuss. Um Guys, if you haven't watched it already, um, obviously we're recording this before the pay-per-views. This drops after um, SummerSlam TakeOver. You know, actually, no, by this time, you know, TakeOver. It, do- it doesn't really matter. Listen to our go-home show. We had guests from Back to the Ring, Ship It Studios partners. Matt in the – no, Zach in the Riddler. It's a good episode. A lot of technical difficulties, but we won't get into that. <sighs> but I want to get into some news, some interesting news. Uh, first and foremost, um, Ric Flair making major, major waves. So last time we recorded this, Triple Mania had not happened. Uh, Triple Mania did happen. Kenny Omega retained, which was a shock, and I guess it was a last-minute decision by AAA themselves. Yeah. I think they were ready to drop the belt, and AAA's like, no, we're keeping Kenny. Ric Flair came out with Andrade. Rightfully so, because that's his, you know, father-in-law, son-in-law. But it was it was like, wow. And it was because Ric Flair just dropped a couple weeks ago. I know he has no non-complete clause, but he's an older man. You don't expect him to be... Going, you know, in Mexico, out of all places. Sure, right, yeah. Little fan event. Some little. At this point, I won't be surprised if he ends up in New Japan, all Japan. Doing what? Who's fucking knows? But you know, Kenny retained. I, I actually found it. I found it online because I, for those of you who don't know, AAA, there was an issue. They've pulled everything from the states. They've pulled out of the states. There's a whole lawsuit going on. So I was able to find the pay per view on, on YouTube somewhere. You guys find it, watch the match. The match was pretty good. It's cool. I didn't realize that AAA has the a six-sided ring. Oh, no way. Or six-sided uh, octagon or whatnot. So I was like, oh, look, good old TNA looking here. Um, right. They've probably been doing it longer. I would not be surprised. Not familiar with what's going on down there. Um, Lucha Bros, uh, they retained the retained the, the tag titles down there against Taru- Black Taurus and Brian Cage. Ooh, Brian Deanna, Cage was the, get, was the mystery partner. Ooh. Yep, uh, Deanna Prazo was now the mega champion, or the woman's champion, the Queen of Queens, and then Impact Knockouts champion. Um, She's turning into her own little belt collector. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a little couple little things that happen, you know, and there's a lot of talent I'm not familiar with, but I thought it was important because with the Ric Flair thing, it's been confirmed he's going to be at NWA 73. That was some big news. When they dropped that, when they dropped that video uh, a couple of days ago, um, I mean, honestly, if you think NWA, other than Dusty, 
it's Ric Flair. So the fact that he's going to be there, that's a big deal. I would almost, I will, I, this is going to be, this is the way I've always looked at it. I've always thought Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid-South, or like uh, Jim Crockett, Dusty, NWA, Flair. Okay, all right. That's the way I've looked at, but no, it's, you know, just, this is, this is important. This is like Hulk Hogan coming back to WWE or, you know, we, we could go through comparisons all day, but this is, this is exciting. Um, We, we don't know how we're going to cover this yet. If we're going to cover this, because again, we, two weekends in a row would be a bitch, but we will be kind of like keeping our eye on 73 and Empower, which is next week. Oh my God. Actually this weekend, technically. So much stuff going on, Sam. We're not done yet, Scott. So, um, New Japan Resurgence has come and gone as well. Uh, Some title changes. Some really interesting uh, things have happened here. Uh, Where is a couple of... uh, Juice Robinson defeated Hikaleo. Tommy Horror Ishii defeated defeated Moose. The Good Brothers defeated John Moxley and Yuji Nagata. Jay White defeated Dave Finley. And Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Lance Archer. Given the new U.S. title champion which yeah. i believe has derailed a potential all-out match what i'm reading um hiroshi tanahashi was supposed to wrestle john moxley at all out Ooh. but he will be wrestling at wrestle grand slam in the Matt life dome over in um uh japan like the day before so that's dropped but i am not gonna be surprised if We see. I would feel horrible if they're gonna hang, keep this hanging. I, I, I think we're getting some New Japan guys soon. I mean, Delta variant aside, I think New Japan's gonna get a little more involved. Um, end of the Good Brothers match. Um, who came out? Um, oh, Gorillas of Destiny. No. Yeah, they came out and confronted the Good Brothers. Ooh. So no. Um... There's been some issues between them and, and at least with Carl too. Oh, oh wow. That's uh You don't know that? No. Well kinda. I, I, I've been seeing it on Twitter and I'm just like, oh my god, that would be such a great dream match and now it might actually be happening. Yeah, yeah. And of course I don't think Jay White is done either with uh anything that's going on over here. No. Oh, I mean he's got Chris Bay now, part of the Bullet Club, so I wonder if we're going to see the Bullet Club expand like the NWO did back in the day. Maybe. Like I think that would I, that would be really helpful, I think, for um, for Impact. It's just a shame that I can't watch it anymore because I'd love to. Well, I got a Sling account you can borrow. Well, we won't get into the semantics of that. <laughs> a lot going on. We're going to kick off. We're going to go right into Dynamite. Um First and foremost, kicked off with the Texas Tornado match. Sting and Darby Allen taking on 2.0. This is a match, I think, on paper. I was like, okay, this will be cool. This will just be, you know, it's just to showcase Sting. And don't get me wrong. Sting looked incredible. There's so, Again, we can talk about Goldberg looking old and whatnot. Part of the reason, part of the thing I think with older guys wrestling is how good do they wrestle. Right. You know, Sting little more stiff, but he looked really good. Yeah, he did. It was uh, 
it was nice to see. And I love the fact that 2.0 has come in so strong. Uh, and I think I read somewhere, and I think you actually might have been the one to send it to me, that 2.0 has actually signed AEW contracts. They have. And it's crazy. You know, somebody like these guys who, and I liked them. I was, like, really waiting to see what was going to happen to them as they were coming up the ranks in NXT. I was like, okay, these guys have potential, but now they're coming swinging. And I thought this was going to yeah. be almost like a squash. This wasn't a so they they put on. A, I see why they signed them. Yeah, they're they're gonna be they'll be AEW tag champions. I would say within the next year, year and a half. They've been on every episode of Dynamite since they've shown up. They've yep. been on both episodes of Rampage. This is like a uh, Wheeler Yuta. Like, I mean, he wasn't on recent this week, but I think he was over in Japan or in LA at least for strong. But they are just like this is this is untapped potential that is almost shameful. It's good though because they're infusing their shows with younger talent, getting the American crowd used to them, and then you know we'll find out what ha- what if you know they they go over or not. But I like that I do like that AEW is is has that good delicate mix. Um, they have the established. Folks, you know, like obviously, like Sting, Hardy, Jericho, even Omega, Young Bucks—they're all established. But now they're bringing in all these young kids, and they're doing well. So it's, it's not—it's it, good to see. It's not like the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, we'll even go to this next match. You know, we had um Sammy Guevara taking on Sean Spears. Sammy proposing to his girlfriend early in the night which is you know great happy moment and again some guy someone who again was accused of certain things when things happened last year you know what he's he's completely switched everything up he the guy is top of his game he comes out he's coming out to pops that are like they're big pops they're not like oh cool sammy's out it's like a it's like when adam page comes out it's like when jurassic express comes out it's like when mjf comes out Again, yeah, he's, he's definitely one of their one of the biggest faces they have right now, and it's 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 good. It you know, with everything like you said that had happened, yeah, he made a mistake. He paid for it dearly, and I feel like he's continuing to make up for it. I'm sure he will for the rest of his life, which is all all fine. You know, it's all it's all gravy between the two. You know, people in, in, that were involved, and they're all good. And now Sammy's really turned that corner, so. I have no ill will towards the man. I, I, he, you know, he's young. He's stupid. He made a mistake. We all did it. We all do it. <laughs> We're human. It is what it is. So he's made up. I think he's making up for it. And, you know, the crowd appreciates it for him. Yeah. And, you know, this, this match was pretty good. The, the, there was so many near falls in this. Um, keep in mind. Yeah. I know a lot of people like, you know, Sean Spears should be a bigger star than he is. Blah, 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 blah. He should be wh- Sean Spears, and I loved Ty Dillinger. Don't get me wrong. I loved Ty Dillinger. But the chairman, Sean Spears, winning isn't everything. And his performance was top tier. He's a great heel. Absolutely. Uh, You know, just everything, those – so many near falls. Um, This could have been a pay-per-view match. Oh, yeah. I'm honestly surprised that they didn't push this out until All Out. Yeah, I mean, we still have a card uh, card happening. Um, 
so this is something I missed. I know you was I had to walk away for a minute, but uh, we had Dan Lambert return, um, with some talent from uh, UFC, mm-hmm. and I guess he called out Lance Archer. Um, Lance Archer, I guess, came out, and then Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attacked uh, Lance. Yep. You know, I, it's it's a little weird, like. I'd, I'm interested to see next week if they talk about why there's a connection between the men of the year and Lambert because it didn't make any sense, honestly. So potential cross promotion, maybe. Maybe. Um, I would like to see Lance getting into the octagon. That'd be interesting. Um, I would not even that. What if you even had like Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky just show up at a UFC event? Yeah, you know, being able to go, hey, you know, these, you know, two star AD, AEW stars on Dynamite Wednesday. Marketing. Thank you, marketing here. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure that's part of it as well. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know. That's that's one of those, like, okay, you have my attention. I'm interested. You know, let's see what happens, you know, next week as we keep keep going on. Yeah. So, following that, we had a, you know, AEW tag team match. Um, Young Bucks taking on Jurassic Express with the Young Bucks obviously retaining. Again, another great match. You know, Christian getting involved at one point when uh, just the elite is like flawless. They're just like, they are so good. And I believe, and it's all convoluted right now, but like, I believe Kenny Omega came out with a shirt that said Chick Magnet on it. Yes, it was absolutely amazing. It was literally a picture of a chick. It was great. I love it. It was, it's, they, they troll so hard. They really do. They and it's really ex- do. So again, with you know, we'll 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 cover that on the CM Punk part. But um, no, this was a great match. Jurassic Express lost, but they did wrestle on Rampage. We will talk about that with the tournament because you know, if anything, like Scott likes more than his factions, it's his tournaments. That's right. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, they're doing a tournament for the number one contendership to wrestle the Bucks at All Out, mm-hmm. in, I believe a steel cage. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a that's some that's like some Scott Demore shit right there. <laughs> Love my boy. Um, following that, um, big announcement. You know, uh, we had Paul White come out, and QT came out to interrupt him, and I didn't think it'd be this soon. Now, I know some people complained about this promo. Maybe yeah, QT kind of sounded you know a little weak on this. I didn't think it was horrible. Um, I thought Paul sounded strong. Oh, yeah. He sounded really strong. But we're getting the big guy in action at All Out. I was like, what? <laughs> Guarantee you this match is over in 30 seconds. Hands down. Hands down. Unless, you know, you Unless the rest of the involved. factory. Yeah, the factory gets involved. It's, yeah. Because I think Big Show... Paul White, giant, whatever you want to call him, I think he would be he would be a good talent. And not that, you know, not so much Dust. You know, Dustin's a big guy too, but he's not like monster big. Paul White is still, I think, the largest wrestler in the industry. Like in terms of height and build. Yeah. He would be a great trainer for like the big hosses. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the big up and coming guys. He would be he would be ideal. I mean, keep in mind, I mean, he debuted at like what, twenty something, twenty two years old and First match, boom, gets the title from Hogan. Yep. You know, th- I, I think we're watching be, that match. <laughs> I think he would be a big, big 
big help there. And keep that in mind, guys. The, um, this isn't a knock on, you know, I'll, I'll get. It's nice to have the old guys in there, especially to help train these younger guys. Even if they get in the match a couple times. That's the one thing I think they've done well. Sting has been in a ring, what, three times, four times? I think so, yeah. Christian, not as, you know, a little more often, but Christian is like, he looks young. Yeah, he's still, yeah, he still has plenty in the tank, so he's he's still going to keep going. Kenny and Christian Cage is probably my top ten. I will say that right now for the year. Yeah, that, that first episode of Rampage, yeah, that was... That was that was a good match. Incredible. But I'm looking forward to seeing Paul White take on QT. Um, I don't care if it's a squad. I, I want to see what Paul White does. So following that, we had um, our our girl, Thunder Rosa, coming out, mm. taking on Penelope Ford. God, I love how she uh, – so glad. I love her gimmick, her style, her mic work, everything. Everything is incredible. Um, will she be the one to take away the belt from Brit? Who knows? I think Brit has. I think Brit has claimed for a bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's so over. Mm. I don't see her dropping it anytime soon. But eventually, that rivalry will reignite, and we're gonna get some high quality women's matches. Yeah. So we um so this match you know Rose obviously defeated uh, Penelope. I thought this match was pretty solid. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good um. It was good. Penelope Ford looked better than usual. Not that she, you know, she's like can be a hit or miss, but I thought she looks really good in this match. Yeah. Um. So following that, um, we had the fifth labor of Jericho. Mm. You know, Jericho taking on MJF. This was one of those things where I think this could have gone either way in our book. But the way it ended was not in my book. I didn't expect Jericho to tap. That's what I'm saying. But I expected Jericho to lose. Like I, yeah. I honestly expected MJF to win. And I know Jericho wasn't at Rampage. Um, because he needed to quote unquote collect his thoughts. But I have a feeling that on Dynamite, he's gonna come out, he's gonna challenge MJF to one final match, and he's gonna put his career online. I'm just that's just the feeling that I have in my gut that it's gonna be a career match. Um, and I think if that happens, I think Jericho finally gets the win over MJF. It'll be the first time because I think he's what 0 3 against MJF, 0 3 against MJF, yeah, which is which is ridiculous. Ridiculous that the fact that he's oh versus anybody. <laughs> yeah, and I think it gives MJF again. I think again, it aggravates you, but it aggravates you for the right reasons because like right. that's it's and he tapped. He made him tap. So not only did you give one of the most aggravating, annoying fucking heels in the company, if not the industry, another win. You gave him a win by submission and the bragging rights he's going to have. And and submission over a wrestler who used to win all of his matches by submission. It's like tapping out John Cena. It just you don't ever really see it. Yeah, this is this is going to be this is insane. This was. And this is what, you know, somebody uh, one of my friends was like, I don't understand why they make him lose a tap and this and that. And I go, he'll work. It's storytelling. There's, there's, 
there's a method to the madness, at least well, there's supposed to be. <laughs> Sometimes there isn't, but ninety percent of the time I will say there's a method to the madness why they do it the way they do. When MJF becomes AEW champion someday. Oh, my you, God. You're gonna look at heat that you haven't seen. I'd say since Tommaso Ciampa. Not his champion, but his when his, his the height of his feud versus Johnny Gargano. I was gonna say JBL. Ooh. That's another good one. That's that's always like my thing because again you got to remember when that was happening I was a lot younger and I hated I mean Eddie Guerrero was the biggest thing on the planet. Oh yeah. And he fucking defeated Eddie Guerrero for that title and it was so many times he was so this close to beating JBL and then nope and then he would just rag and he was on top and he was better and you're a piece of garbage and then he had those weird vignettes where he's kicking mexicans back over the border but <laughs> some of the funniest shit in the entire world but nowadays oh my god they'd get ripped to shreds <laughs> yeah it's kind of like a max caster i guess he's uh yeah he's uh we don't know from from what like there's lots of different news going around with him. Like some say he's been suspended for two months. Some say he's just off television. He has to take sensitivity training. He's removed all of the AEW and acclaimed wording from his from his social media accounts. He put up his acclaimed pants, uh, his his ring gear on sale. It's just like. I mean, I understand. I heard what he had said. Like, I actually watched the video before they ripped it down. And nowadays, you 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 can't talk about stuff that he talked about. If this was the Attitude Era, it would have been it would have been another day. But nowadays, it's just you can't talk about stuff like that. And just yeah, yeah. So we'll uh. See what happens there, but with you know Jericho and MJF, uh, I was hope you know you, you kind of wanted Jericho, but uh, you know you know, Jericho's older and you know he's got to put over the younger guys. And MJF right now is the hottest heel in the. He's the hottest heel, and especially I think part of the reason is he's so young. The career he's going to have, he's gonna be insane. Like. Uh, I could I could never see him as a face either. That's the thing. Like he, I think he's a heel for life. Yeah. I don't and know he, how he doesn't know how to be a douchebag. <laughs> but it's funny because there's one video out there I found where he's getting interviewed, and he's a very very nice, very prop, very he's just a it's like a little you know he's just he, he's he can be a little skittish you know he's just like he's like a little kid. You know, and I think maybe that's like almost like a ref- we're going to get philosophical here. Maybe that's a reflection on ourselves where we kind of create. 1977, 1978, Billy Joel's The Stranger. Uh, good. Song. Uh, wearing masks and being, you know, having different like, you know, presentations of ourselves in front of people. You know, maybe, you know, I mean, I do it sometimes. I act like a cocky prick. <laughs> but, we all have know, different personas. <laughs> but like, that's not me. That's just me being like, you know. You know, if I'm uncomfortable sometimes, I'm like, okay, I just got to like, you know, this is going to be a good, you know, just get on this box and just, you know, stand there. And, you know, when you, when you, when you feel fine, then you can get off the box. So he seems like, honestly, from what it sounds like, he seems like a really, really, you know, nice, nice guy, but he probably won't admit that he'd probably call me a piece of shit for calling him a nice guy. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, he, he lives the gimmick. And Rightfully so. Yeah. And I mean, he has to, because if he doesn't, his whole shtick just falls apart. 
So he has to be a dick. Like, I love the fact that whenever he's, like, around fans and the fans want his autograph or they want to, you know, whatever, he will kind of, like, tease them and, like, kind of walk up to them and be like, ah, fuck you, and walk off. And <laughs> yeah, that was, like, the shit that, and... that infamous cameo video for, like, happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> and so we heard you like Dragon Ball Z. Warlord, do we like Dragon Ball Z? No. Dragon Ball Z is for fucking nerds. <laughs> Great. It's great. But we're going to hop over to Impact quickly. Um, Impact was a pretty good episode. I know I'm going to go through this quickly. Uh, Moose and Ace Austin taking on Chris Saban and Sammy Callahan. Um, this was this was, this was was a good match. Uh, Saban and Callahan obviously getting the upper hand over Austin and Moose here. Um, I feel like Saban and Moose's feud has not ended yet. And I will say, I think Moose here is probably one of my favorite. He has one of my favorite entrances in Impact. Yes. I, I I send you a snap every single time he comes in. I almost typed moose on it, but I'm like, no, no. He don't need the word. He just right. knows. I understand. Um, and I appreciate it every single time. Or like sometimes we'll text each other during like impact and all you got moose. Moose. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So turn him oh, Christian came a little later. Um Shira and Matt Cardona took each other on with uh, Cardona taking um, beating Shira. Uh, Christian Cage came out, returned to the Impact Zone, had a long, long talk. He talked about retiring the TNA title, which is what he did. Sad. I do prefer that belt design. I do, too. I really wish they sold it because I'd buy it. I really do. I really would. But um, I don't think in, putting Impact on that same title would look the same. No, no. I mean, the, t- the their title that they her- currently have is is fine. I just I wish there wasn't that red lettering. It just it's really off putting, at least to me. Looks fake. Looks like a toy. A little bit. It don't look. I I guess I'm just old school. Like I like the only title belt that I own is the the belt. The, yeah, the big gold belt, the world heavyweight championship belt. To me, that is. That's what prestige is. It's just that the UK title, what AEW's done with their title. Yes. Um, hell, even even the uh, ten pounds of gold. You know, I mean, it's not that, really. Yeah, that's a classic title belt. It's it's beautiful. Um, but then you have like the stuff like the WWE Championship, what they turned it into, and and yeah, you know, the Universal Title. It's the same damn title with a different color. It's just. It's so bland, and but then you turn around, you look at like you said the the United uh, Kingdom Championship. That title is gorgeous. And of course, I can always go back to the IW, the old IWGP title. Yeah, not this new one. This new one's garbage. It's I, not uh, garbage. We won't we won't talk about that. <laughs> but um, you guys gotta get what we're getting at here. But he retired it. Um, obviously, there was some altercation between him and Brian Myers. Uh, following that, we had Melina in action taking on Brandy Lauren. I don't know if anyone follows her. She was actually uh, in WWE for a bit. She got signed, and she was one of the people who was released recently. Um, I believe I is she in Ring of Honor currently? I am Brandy Lauren. Brandy Lauren. Because she was at Impact four years ago. Because she she I saw her. Um, some of her posts and she's like, Oh, it's been a long four years. So now she's, now she's back. And, um, yeah, it's, and she's it's good one. to see. 
she's she's young. She's only twenty four. Um, yeah, she's got so, a long yeah long long time left in this business. If she, she has a, she has a, you know she has a lot of talent. Um, it was cool seeing her. That's one of those talent. You know, you and I we follow a bunch of random people. Whereas like you and I are like oh you see and then it's like everyone's like who's that like I know. <laughs> You're such a they will person. learn, Sam. They will learn. Do you even know what Pokemon are? Like, you know all 900 Pokemon? Oh, my God. Jeez, get a life. <laughs> <laughs> but Melina defeated Lauren. Uh, following that, we had a no-disqualification match between Jake something and uh, Caleb. Caleb with a K. Um, with, obviously, something defeating Caleb. I do want to point out somewhere in the midst of all of this, um, Madison Rain's talk show came back. Nice. What's, uh, what the hell is it called? Um, uh, Queen is it Queen's Court? No, no, that's something else. Oh, Madison, uh, Madison Rain show came back, and her guest was Tina Dashwood of All About Me. So it was like they were like she was hosting, but also at the same time Tina's hosting. And you know, on her talk show, she asks the guest questions, and on Tina's talk show, the guest the asks Tenille questions. Her questions. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> that's perfect. I love it. Uh, fascinating fascinating shit um last but not least a great hoss mass match doc gallows taking on joe doring oh man this was you know doring got the upper hand and defeated gallows obviously great match like like we talk you know talk about having all types of like good matches you know these are the ones i think that you don't need them often but it's good to have them Mm. And I think, you know, this was one that, again, you get Paul White involved with somebody, you know, somebody, you know, of his caliber, of his size. Or, I mean, I don't know if a certain Braun Strowman came over to one of these shows. Could you, oh my God, so close to the edge, that one. Right. But uh, we're going to quickly go through the emergency card because this has already happened. Uh, Matt Cardona uh, defeated Raheem Raju. Decay defeated Falaba, No Way, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles in an eight-person tag match. Steve Macklin defeated Petey Williams. Madison Rain defeated Taylor Wilde, so she did wrestle. Ace Austin defeated Chris Saban, Moose, and Sammy Callahan to become the number one contender for the world championship. Um, Josh Alexander defeated Jake Something for the X-Division title. Matt, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Drama King Matt, and Deanna Prazo defeated Trey Miguel and Molina. The Good Brothers retained against Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Valentine Design. And Christian Cage defeated Brian Myers to retain the Impact title. Nice. Uh, we haven't watched it. Um, it looks like uh, seems like a handful of people watched it and they enjoyed it. This was actually pre-taped, my understanding, too. So. Yeah, it's an Impact Plus show, so I'm not surprised that it's that always it's weird that they got to drop it on a weekend where, you know, summer. Sl- I understand at one point where it was like, okay, kind of like when we went to mania you know you have everything going on you have supercard going on yep. but i think at this point with the you know, aew it's like okay guys you don't it doesn't need to be wrestlemania weekend or SummerSlam weekend or whatever weekend right yeah and yeah. they drop it on like a 7 p.m on a friday so it, it kind of went head to head with smackdown and ended right before rampage yeah yeah so we're gonna hop right over quickly rampage decent show um We've already talked about the meat and potatoes here, but I want to definitely get into this conversation. Uh, CM Punk came out, 
and again, we had doubts up until that moment, but I'm like, there's no way Tony Khan is going to fool us. He's not going to be Vince. You know, he's not going to troll us. You know, Shane McMahon's not going to rock out. However, I still was not against that idea if Shane McMahon came out. Oh, my God. But I think one of the things I think that bothered me off the bat, this is, this is a minor gripe. I think the audio wasn't loud enough. For the song? Yeah. Yes. And honestly, I think that's because of the crowd. Because but once you got closer think... to the stage, the, it got louder. But I think the crowd was just so hyped up, and rightfully so, that it just drowned out the music. Like, I heard the that radio scratch in the beginning, and then all the wording was gone. Because everybody by then was just, like, losing their absolute mind. <laughs> yeah, I was, oh, man. And, like, they built up the anticipation to this. It's like, the song's playing. Okay. There's his logo. Okay. There's his name. Okay. But is it really? Right. And the moment he walked out, I and I think I said this to you prior, um, this night... This moment, this buildup, I don't think I've been this excited for since All Out, All In. Yeah, it was. Yeah, All In was special because it was just like, can these guys pull it off? Will we have potentially something down the road that can compete with the juggernaut that is WWE? And uh, this night, like, it was weird. Like, I was talking to to people on Twitter uh, about it, and I had mentioned, it said. I'm excited, but I've tempered my expectations because I don't want to be disappointed if they pull a swerve and he doesn't show up. Because if he didn't show up on Friday, I would have been devastated because Punk was easily in my top three when he was wrestling. And I I loved everything about because you never knew what he was going to say. He didn't go on script. He was always he ad libbed everything. He, He talked from the heart. And he still to this day has some of the best segments in all of professional wrestling. What this we saw. one that he just added, absolutely, yeah. That uh, it just he he talks about you know people that you know bought a ticket for stuff after the Rumble after he after he was you know dumped out by Kane and then never showed up for the next show. Our, uh, our esteemed colleague Riddler. Um, I believe it was, he said he had tickets for that Cleveland show. Actually, no, maybe, maybe it was Zach. It was one of them. They had tickets for that raw that he no showed for. And it's just like, it ripped at his heart. And it's like, I completely understand that. It's just like, you're such a fan of, of someone. And then shit happens behind the scenes that we really don't, really don't know about until after the fact. And it's just like, and- I, I've I've waited for this I've waited for this for seven plus years and I felt like I was in you know I, it brought me right back and that's I- what I talked about like the, that needle never moved mm-hmm. it's it, it, it moved like yeah we are like I said, I didn't watch him when he was like at his hype. Same thing when Brian. I didn't get to watch, but I've seen enough. And actually, I was there when Brian returned, you know, as the GM of SmackDown. I was there when he made those first hits or the I was in I was in the Boston Garden um 
Clash of Champions. I know if he shoved, who he shoved, he he got physical altercation. The only thing that was louder that night was a touchdown that was overturned during the playoffs between New England and the Steelers. <laughs> and that was before the pay-per-view started. I'll never forget that. But, yeah. you know, this, I had chills. I was, again, knowing him and knowing the impact he's had. And he started talking. And like, and I've said, the best promos come from the heart. Yep. And people know how to talk. There was not a thing that came out of his mouth that was like, yeah, you're totally just saying this to say it. Right. You are looking at somebody who is a wrestler. He is a fan. And who, when he said he's back and this isn't a short-term gig, I'm convinced as long as AEW is a company and they don't get too corporate with him. I mean, he'll play. I think he'll play ball because they're not going to pull, you know, some other shit. But right. I can see him being with this company in the long term and maybe not even wrestling at some point, being a commentator, maybe being, you know, talent relations, maybe being a trainer. He seems like that piece to make it go. It's here. I feel at home. Let's let's make this special. Let's yeah. prove the word. The Bucks and Kenny said before AEW started, their motto was change the world. This is what this promo did. This is what I and again, we're not even done. Nope. So obviously we all know. And this is what I this is what I really like about AEW. I will go back to Adam Cole. I remember when Adam Cole got signed. They dropped the news. Oh, Adam Cole has got signed with WWE. It's like, awesome, but also, why did you fucking just save it? <laughs> just save it. CM Punk. Everyone knew, but also it was like, specifically him. It was one of those where you wanted to believe it, but you're also like, we've heard this before. Yep. yep. Um, Daniel Bryan at this point is like unofficially official. Right. You know, when he debuts, New York we're looking at. And I think Ruby Soho, too. That makes me very happy that she's signing with, hopefully, with AEW. Um, she's another one of those people that I've seen some of her indie work before she came over to, to, to NXT and then before the main roster. And I feel like, again, another classic case of WWE dropping the ball on someone that has a phenomenal amount of talent. I don't know if they just don't understand her, which clearly they didn't. But... I thought the Riot Squad could have done so much more. Uh, it's just... I can't wait to see what she does next. Uh, she also had her own little vignette. Um, I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. Uh, it's called The Runaway. Um, short and sweet. It's just that how she missed the train. Um, but it's intriguing. So I'm excited. I just, yeah, seeing her back in a ring will be will be a marvelous thing to see. It will be, and also I think we saw rumors that off of the belt, the you know, off of the uh, the news that CM Punk and Brian Danielson are joining AEW. That there's a third major announcement, big one. Whether it's you know like you know Braun Strowman was trolling. Whether it be Bray Wyatt. Who now goes like, by Wyndham on Twitter. Um, 
or could be Adam Cole. This is this the and this is the other thing I think people people get concerned because oh they keep signing they keep signing they keep, my buddy Rob was saying oh they keep signing they have a big roster and that I go the thing is it's not like WWE where it's like you are a WWE contracted wrestler you can only wrestle with us and if you get no TV time SOL people got to remember yeah they're signed with AEW but they can go anywhere yep as long as they're there for Wednesday or Friday or you know if they're not booked then they can go wrestle elsewhere you know yep. it's not gonna hurt you know they. And with the Forbidden Door, guess what? The NWA could use talent. Impact could use some talent. Japan's open. AAA's open. How much longer until the the Forbidden Door opens up with Ring of Honor? I mean, they've even talked about it. Didn't they tweet out something talking about if, you know, the Forbidden Door was open, who would you want to see over here? So I'm pretty sure Ring of Honor at some point is going to have something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Jay White, not Jay White, but uh, Jay Lethal showing up on on you know on Rampage or on Dynamite, you know stuff like that. Like John Grisham, that man can turn people into pretzels. Like I, the Horror King, you know Matt Taven, <gasps> or oh they have so much talent. Oh EC3 Even Mike Kanellis, Mike Kanellis. <laughs> oh Mike, just just just. Just imagine the promo that Mike Canales would drop if he, he if he showed up on like Rampage or Dynamite or even Impact. The, just the promos that he could just drop on how much he hates <laughs> WWE because he's definitely vocal about it on on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, this is this is, and that's another thing I got to give Punk. He definitely had his gripes, but he was smart enough. And people are like, you know, they can't let people just go in there and shit talk. I go, some people have gripes, and they would prefer to do it in a – and I thought Punk's might be the most professional way he did it. Yeah. Where he goes, on this date, I left professional wrestling. God, that just ripped at my heart when he said that too. Christ. Um, the day he left Ring of Honor, and then he talks about, you know, August 20th, you know – 2021 i'm back and i'm just like i had chills for the first 25 minutes of that sh- of, of rampage it just it would not stop and are you talking about it now i've had chills for the last like 10 minutes it's just we could talk about this all day i know i am but we didn't even talk about the matches yet on, on rampage <laughs> Because, yeah. you know, who who I honestly could pay attention after that. But, hey, they still snuck in three matches. <laughs> so this is, what I, this is what I will say. This is what I will say. So that was like a 20-minute, and I think it was smart because they wanted to give him as much time as he could. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, hey, he's coming out. We told him he has to talk, and, you know, he has this much time to talk, but we're going to get you guys in there. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump quickly. Um, and in time, I think... Because a lot of people are arguing, oh, the rest of the episode was weak. Uh, you can't, you can't say that. Okay, so also yesterday, one of my favorite bands dropped uh, their tenth album, uh, this band between the Bear and Me, Colors Two. Uh, their first album, Colors, came out in two thousand seven. I missed them on that tour because that was when I had my hand injury. The album that, so Colors was the album that really took progressive metal and made it popular again. Progressive music up until that point, if you like like stuff like Jethro Tull or Pink Floyd or stuff that was very long, you were a psychopath. But colors made it, you know, made it acceptable and people loved it. And then they put out their follow up, Great Misdirect, which I just saw them on tour playing. There's a point to this. That album got so much shit 
because it was like, well, it's not colors. Well, it's not colors. It's not colors. It's not colors. Ten years later, and I've been listening to it again, and I was talking to my buddy Ken. I'm like, Ken, this album. This album got so much heat when it shouldn't have. This album is incredible. It was compared too much to another, you know, their one of their masterpieces, which is why I think it fell short. It wasn't because it was a weak album. It's because it was – it followed, you know. And so some of these other match, you know, I mean, first and foremost, we kicked off with a banger, Private Party taking on Jurassic Express. True, true. You know, and I believe – quote me if I'm wrong. I think Jurassic Express did win. Correct. Um, moving on to, the, you know, the finals. They will be wrestling next Friday. Um, they will be taking on the Varsity Blondes or Lucha Bros. Yes. Which I will have a prediction, right? I think whoever – how do I word this, Scott? I want to say whoever – it's going to be Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express. Okay. Yeah, That's I, my argument. I, I kind of agree with that. And I almost want to say – I almost want to say either team wins, they are winning at all out. But I could see Jurassic Express losing again. Mm-hmm. They deserve the titles, but I can see them losing again. If it's the Lucha Brothers, I think the Lucha Brothers, after this long feud that has gone on forever, they're finally going to get their titles. The only wrinkle, I think, in that in that argument that you just made Andrade. is Andrade. Andrade could cost them the titles. No, absolutely. You know, he could, but I don't know. I feel like they could. Or or if if we want to dive into that a little bit more, Andrade could come out and distract Pac, which would then distract the Lucha Brothers and make them lose. So Pac would technically cost them the titles, which would then strengthen Andrade to have them come over to him. And then after that, I think then they win the titles. That's just from a heel standpoint. I think that's maybe how they w- would go. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel like I don't, I don't see the Bucks having the belts after full gear. No, they don't need it anymore. No, no. honestly, they don't need them now either. But you know, they're they're being heels because that's how they are. <laughs> yeah. So following that, we had Jade Cargill taking on Kira Hogan. Um, I'm surprised they decided to, this. This is this one kind of confused me a little bit, but also I guess it makes sense in the terms of when you're coming from one promotion to another, you know, because yeah. Kira Hogan got dragged off by Sue Young and Kimberly in her the, the last episode of Impact. They just showed a, a little bit of her hair that they were holding. It's like we've made the first sacrifice. And now she's over here and she's 0-2 after being a knockout champion, no, a tag knockout champion. So – Gotta pay your dues in the new company. Yeah. But, but uh, you know. she I think Kara will be definitely be a player. You know, give her some time. Six months. You know, let her let her grind through the stuff on on dark and elevation and then, you know, start putting on on, on dynamite in rampage. She'll definitely get up. She'll climb that ladder real quick. That's a that's a big pickup if they I don't know if they've actually signed her, but it's a big pickup either way. <laughs> 
I think Kira Hogan is signed. Let me double check over here. AEW. Because she she has left. She did leave. Yeah, she's officially done with Impact. Yeah. Well, even it's weird because I'm on the, the wiki and she's not even mentioned in AEW. That's weird. Yeah, so she's probably just kind of floating at this point. But I I think it would be foolish for them not to sign her, at least short term for now. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I hope so. She's she was talented. She's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, And again, Jay Cargill is, you know, she continues to make her way up. You know, I, I her and the Mark Sterling, you know, conversation that we had. You know, those promos, especially where they finish each other's sentences, where Mark Sterling's like, she is that, and he, like, immediately like, bitch. I'm like, yep. oh, so smooth. Um, Again, this was a squash match. They're making Jade look big, strong. 11 or no. 11 or no. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, Curious. Curious to see, you know, I know a lot of people weren't fond of this, but I I like building her up to be a bad bitch. Oh, yeah. this muscle. Not everything. You need somebody who's also not Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose is good, but um, you need more than one monster in a company. Absolutely. I feel like with Jade, she's not going to challenge Brit, but she'll challenge whoever beats Brit, which I think should be perfect for her to take Thunder Rose on. I think they could have a great program together. I like that. I like that. Who knows? Long-term booking. Long-term yep. booking. So following that, our main event was John Moxley taking on Daniel Garcia. This was, wow, this was like, they 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 started walking out less than 10 minutes and, you know, the show left. Yep. And I thought it was going to be a squash and somebody was going to come out. I was convinced that we were going to be another surprise, but we didn't. Uh, this was, again, it wasn't bad. You know, maybe, in, maybe down the road we'll go back and watch it and it was good. But Daniel Garcia... He's decent in the ring. He's, you know, definitely getting there. Um, the selling points are having 2.0 out there. Like, there's just something about them being out there that just yeah. feels... It, it's awesome. You know, Moxley made him, I believe, tap. Yes. Yep, to the bold, bulldog choke, I believe. Yeah, and, then, you know, obviously they came in, they attacked, you know, Eddie Kingston and Moxley, and then Sting and Darby Allen came out. Nice little feel-good moment to end the show. But at that point, like, I honestly expected... If um if he was younger, I would have expected Punk to come out and confront Darby, maybe even attack him. Yeah, that that moment there, where he's like, "In you, Darby Allen," and I didn't realize it at first until they shot back. So obviously he's you just see CM Punk in rafters, and I'm like, "Oh, he's looking up at Darby," and then they do the close up of Darby, and I'm like, "There he is up in the rafters," and then they shot back to Punk, and I realized. Punk looking this way, Darby's not here. Yeah. Darby's he Dar- well, Darby's here. Yeah. So that angle where he's like looking like I'm like, that is so cinematic. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was a shot for the ages. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I can't wait. I can't like. When Tony Khan said there is a new era of wrestling. He was not wrong. I really feel like we've rung something special in. It's only the beginning too. Like honestly, if they if they're able to get Danielson to show up, if they're able to steal Cole away from WWE, it's 
But chills once again because Adam Cole said it himself. He is a once in a lifetime talent. And I fully agree with that statement. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. The man can do no wrong in wrestling, honestly. And if you set him free and he's able to go to AEW, obviously to be with his, you know, to be with Britt and to reunite with the with the elite, it's 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 I don't want to say game over because it's clearly not, but they're getting that much closer. And I I I start I, I'm really starting to get those nineties vibes again. No, this is feeling strong. I'm super excited. We're not done. We're not it's just it's just getting started. It's it's funny. Um and I, you know, we're obviously in towards the end of the show, but what I wanna do meant I do wanna mention I was talking to my brother and I started explaining some things that have been going on and what's been happening, and he's just like Wait, can you repeat that? <laughs> what's going on? Because he started watching AEW, you know, we again we all watch wrestling growing up, and then we stopped and then AEW started, and you know, he and I we were, you know, he would be the one that follow more, you know. It's weird. I got connections with all my brothers in different ways, but wrestling was kind of getting that one. And then he dipped off. Obviously, he's married, has kids and whatnot. But when I started explaining him everything between, you know, Jay White and Impact and New Japan and, you know, you know Daniel Bryan coming over and this and that. He's, and I, I started telling him, oh, yeah, Paul White is, you know, you know Paul White's going to wrestle like, uh, all out. He was cool. I'm like, you're looking at me like, you know, eh, it sounds familiar. Oh, big show. And he's like. Wait, when did that when what? I go, yeah, him and Mark Henry are signed, and he's like, wait, Mark Henry's over. What's going on? He's like, and I'm like, there is a level of excitement that is unfathomed right now. Yeah, that I only get when I watch the Monday Night War stuff. Not that it's even a war at this point, but it's a regret. As as I like to say, nature is healing itself. Yes. <laughs> I told him, and we've said this for a long time, Scott. This is like the territories coming back, but with yeah. companies instead of territories. Yep. Yeah. So, guys, CM Punk is back. He's going to be a dynamite. So, Wednesday night, we're tuning in. You better tune in. The best in the world. It's clobbering time. Guys, don't do so. Please make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Above the ring, you're yes, above sir. the ring now. Ship it studios. Um, we can find us on all streaming platforms, especially now. Captivate. I want to point that one out because we're down, dropping stuff on Captivate. We will still be on everything else. Our logo has changed. Uh, it's going to be a dark photo with a ring that says "Above the Ring" on it. So keep an eye out. Um, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Tell people, you know, leave a review. Tell people why above the ring. Ship it studios at the podcast network of your choosing and why you, they should listen to us as well. You know, who's also not going anywhere. Oh yeah. Scott and I, the best in the world in podcasting, wrestling podcasting. Thank you for listening. And as always, do not forget to join the bedlam as well as ship it. Welcome to the all eighties movies podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. 
Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.